Blessings, blessings, blessings. I'm Lisa Hooks, and I am going to be speaking to you about the sexual relationship in marriage. So, you know, marriage is a partnership, and it includes mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual involvement. And I believe that the sexual relationship in a marriage is a blessing. It's a blessing from God. And, you know, um, it's a blessing because it gives us pleasure and it's good for procreation. It's that pleasure for both the husband and wife and the ability to procreate that makes it a blessing. You know, scientists agree that both men and women have feelings of pleasure that belong to a series of physical and emotional stages that we experience when we feel aroused or when we have sex. And the four stages of this so-called sexual response cycle includes excitement, plateau, orgasm, and resolution. And, you know, these four stages are experienced by both men and women. And again, the blessing of it is that it is in the marriage relationship. And um, every person experiences different levels of intensity and timing of stage because our bodies are different. There's also a, a, a brain pleasure called oxytocin, which makes us feel happy. It makes us feel safe. It makes us feel nurtured. As a matter of fact, the physical signals felt by our body send signals through our nerves to our brain, which reacts by releasing chemicals that make us experience more pleasure, usually. Unfortunately, there are hindrances to having good sexual relationship in a marriage. And how we view our sexual relationship can make a difference in our enjoyment. Let me share a few. Being critical of yourself in the bedroom, that's a hindrance. I would encourage you to relax. No one is perfect. No one is perfect in the bedroom as much as we have tried to, our techniques, our, 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 our practicing, no one is perfect in the bedroom. However, we can practice. <laughs> we can practice trying things that um, our spouses like, that they enjoy. Talk about what you want. Talk about what feels good.
Talk about what you don't like. Talk about what you're not willing to try. But again, relax. Hold on to each other. Hug and kiss, kiss, kiss. But again, relax. You do not have to be critical of yourself in the bedroom. A second one is that there is chronic arguing in the marriage. Arguing negative thoughts about your spouse can really fester the mood for sex. The mood is just not there. You don't want it. You know, having sex when you're not ready, that's another factor. You're not turned on. You're not getting aroused. What can you do to prepare yourself for sexual pleasure? What can your spouse do? Um, do you need the kids to go to bed and you take a warm bath to relax? Do you need to listen to jazz music and dance around the house to relax? Ask God what will help you get into the mood. I believe he will give you some good ideas. He gave me some ideas. You know, both boys and girls have been sexually assaulted. Violation at a young age is not uncommon. Issues with sexual assault can definitely be a factor in the bedroom. How you choose to deal with the issues, whether you talk about them, whether you see a counselor or whether you ignore it will have an effect on your sexual relationship for probably most of the marriage. I encourage you, even if your sexual relationship is good, if you are having any type of issues, if you're trying to push push that assault away, if you're trying to dismiss it, if you don't want to think about it anymore, that's fine. But I would encourage you to really consider whether you need to talk to someone. Ask God. Ask God what he wants you to do. He, he may just have you talk to him. <laughs> Another factor is domestic violence. Abuse, emotional abuse, physical abuse, spiritual abuse can really play a part in how you view the sexual act and how you view your sexual relationship in marriage. And these are some things that can really get in the way of sexual pleasure. These are some things that can really hinder the relationship. Arguing and domestic violence need to end. Really, it does. If you're saved or not, it needs to end. Abuses need to end. And I encourage you to seek someone who can help you. An advocate, a therapist, a pastor, whomever you believe can help you 
talk to them. But more importantly, talk to God. Pray, pray, pray. The thought patterns that each of you have has a substantial effect on the health of the marriage. Negativity in the marriage is an unhealthy pattern of feelings such as anger, sadness, frustration, fear. And, you know, you may try to take the high road. You may try to move on past an incident. But if you haven't prayed or released your feelings to God, then you're carrying negative emotions. And again, negative emotions in a marriage is not healthy. Maintaining a healthy partnership is tough, especially when you're dealing with an opposing spouse. So it's essential to communicate your feelings. But I encourage you to talk to God first and try to calm down. <laughs> Pray when you have to. Wait until you feel like you won't blow up. But talk to God. Ask him, is it time to speak? Ask him what he wants you to say. Ask him about the whole relationship, the whole situation. What is causing the arguing, the domestic violence? What is causing the abuse? He'll talk to you about it. Another um, issue is trying to be a good lover. You're working too hard. <laughs> of course, you know, none of us want boring sex. But thinking too much about the technique or how you want to do it or where you need to do it can actually hinder the pleasure. So I encourage you, again, relax, relax. Talk about what you like. Talk about what you want. And I mean, have fun. Yeah. If there are areas, if go somewhere where you haven't been, go to a hotel, hide out in a hotel for a couple of hours, whatever you need to do to just enjoy yourself, not necessarily try to be a good lover, but to enjoy your spouse. Go and enjoy. You know, past relationships, whether intimate or not, can also play a factor in sexual pleasure, especially if you have not broken the soul tie. Now, I believe most of us have heard uh, the term soul tie, but what it is and 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 how it relates to the relationship is that a soul tie is a deep connection that makes you um, connect with someone so deeply that you can't imagine yourself without them. It can also feel like a spiritual connection. And I mean, this can be a friend, a spouse, a sexual partner. When you have spent time in a deep and emotional relationship with someone, 
a soul tie can definitely be created. You may call them good friends. They may be family members. They may be an athletic coach or a long-term mentor. But soul ties especially develop after a sexual relationship of any kind, any kind. Friends with benefits can produce a soul tie. You know, from a sexual perspective, oxytocin is released during an orgasm and this hormone plays a, a significant part in establishing a strong emotional bond between sexual partners. So to safeguard your heart as a single, I strongly encourage you not to get involved in any type of sexual uh, contact, involvement with someone. Wait for your covenant spouse. If you are married and you have not renounced soul ties, or if you are single and have not renounced soul ties, say this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, I come before you and I renounce all soul ties that are ungodly all deep connections that I have brought into my life, whether in relationship or the sexual relationship, I renounce them. I reject them and I pray that these soul ties will no longer have a hold on me. In Jesus name, amen. So, you know, the sexual relationship, again, it's a blessing and it's a blessing because of the pleasure. It's a blessing because of the procreation, but it's a blessing from God. He wants us to have the sexual relationship of pleasure because he just desires it. He loves us. We are his children. And so I encourage you, consider um, the things that I talked about. Consider the hindrances that I talked about and ask yourself, what can I do better? How can I do this better? What can I do to have a, a better sexual relationship with my spouse? All right, guys, blessings. Stay tuned for the next episode. Take care.